Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. everybody welcome back once again to a change in attitude this is uh your 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 host your co-host for the week the texas gentleman tanner pruitt that's right that's me that that is i um right along with me here are uh my good friends and co-hosts uh ori ori say hello say hello say hello to everyone as i have a stroke say hello to everyone hello everybody how are you doing ori i'm hanging in there can't complain good 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 uh and mags how are you doing today buddy (laughs) that that's tanner translation to yeah i'm doing good been a, a a busy day uh but yeah glad to be back on uh a changing attitude one of the highlights of my of my podcasting week absolutely absolutely um we're gonna go ahead and talk about this raw here this episode of raw the the um uh the raw before the um international incident pay-per-view uh that we'll be covering next week uh this is monday night raw from july 15th 1996 once again in green bay wisconsin the home of the green bay packers uh, you'll notice, of course, uh, that the audience 
is once again exactly the same as it was the week before. Uh, and the week before that. <laughs> and the and week before that. <laughs> the, the whole past month, it's kind of just been here. Uh, <laughs> and if this, you're following along on Peacock, this is season four, episode 28. Yes, thank you, Ori. You're very uh, welcome. For, for all of those at home following along with us uh, week by week, who we thank very much uh, for, for coming on the show uh, or coming on the show. Well, Coming to listen to join with us in this stroll back in time. I, I swear I'm okay. I promise we're going to make it through. How this much one. did you have to drink before this show? Zero. Actually, I'm just off of work. And I'm just like, ah, watching some raw. And then this raw was just like, hey, listen here. Jackass. <laughs> I'm going to show you some speaking bad matches. Of which, <laughs> speaking of which. To throw back to our last episode, when yes. this show got started and Vince came in, the welcome to Monday Night Raw, like that thing you were talking about, how he has like five, six different voices. You heard all of them, like in the first five minutes of the show. Ah, welcome to Monday Night like, Raw. Yeah, and then he started talking completely different. I was like, who else is that on commentary? Mm-hmm. And then they pan the camera to the table, and I'm like, oh, it's still Vince. Okay, it's it's, it's, it's just Vince. And, and, and King is staring frightened. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's Vince. There's Vince personality number one and Vince mm. personality number two. He should just sit there with a bunch of hand puppets. I'm Vince McMahon. If they did that, the if worst they, visual. If they finally did that for one episode, I would I would just die laughing. It would be this the greatest is such thing. Good shit. It's what a maneuver. <laughs> it's Ahmed Johnson, and then he would walk out. Ahmed Johnson would walk out. And then Ahmed Johnson would have an Ahmed Johnson hand puppet. That'd be great. <laughs> uh, of course, to catch you up to speed from uh, last week's episode, uh, if you did not tune into that one, uh, we witnessed. No, we can't blame you. No. Uh, we witnessed that uh, because of the Ultimate Warriors' decision to no-show some uh, so, some events in, I think it was uh, Detroit, Indianapolis, and Pittsburgh, that uh, he's been taken off of Team Shawn Michaels and Ahmed Johnson uh, for International Incident, uh, where they will be facing off with uh, Owen Hart, Vader, and the British Bulldog. Uh, so... We had about an hour's worth of teasing of as to who it could possibly be, and it turns out it was none none other than Psycho Sid, uh, which is pretty crazy, very crazy, in fact. Um, you could say it's Psycho. Psycho, <laughs> indeed. <That was> cool. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so to to kick off this week's episode, uh, we we're uh, shown backstage where uh, Camp Cornette are waiting for uh, Shawn Michaels. And Ahmed Johnson, but Psycho Sid was not there. He, he had not made it yet, uh, which is which is a bit crazy. Um, we we of course have our hosts Vincent Kennedy McMahon and uh, Jerry the King Lawler. Uh, the show opens with the Intercontinental Championship match that we will have uh, between Ahmed Johnson and Bart Gunn, who is of course accompanied uh, at ringside by Sonny. Uh, <laughs> or I'll kick it over to you first. What did you think of this match? It was an arm drag match. It was legitimately, I mean, 
the whole match was about 14 minutes long, give or take. And it did not pick up until 12 minutes, 30 seconds in. Mm-hmm. Like it, it was just a complete beat down of Ahmed Johnson. And I tried to look at it from a couple of different angles. Like I don't feel like it helped him going into international invasion at all, unless you look at it from the perspective of the man can take a beating and then still get up and somehow come out and win the match. And the other thing that kind of got on my nerves is that, you know, Bart Gunn kept working the arm, working the arm, working the arm. And, you know, through half the match, Ahmed Johnson is holding that left arm next to his chest And then once they spill out to the outside, it's like he completely forgets about it whatsoever. Mm. Kayfabe is completely broken. The arm, the shoulder, whatever was bothering him, it's completely fine. When he wins the match, the ref lifts his left arm. Ahmed Johnson does not react at all. Like, it was miraculous. He was healed. Jesus, yes. (laughs) You know, like... All of a sudden, Paul Bearer has come out and healed him or something with the power of the urn. I don't know what happened, but he completely lost it. It was not a great match. For all 14 minutes of it, I was like, all right, we got 10 minutes of arm drags, a little bit of a scuffle, and then it picked up, and then it was over. Like, that was it. Goodness. Well, I I do like the the new concept that you're introducing here, and in that Ahmed Johnson might also be an undead warrior, uh, brought <laughs> to the uh, squared circle. Uh, Something. <laughs> uh, Mags, what did you make of this match between these two remarkable workers? Yeah, um, I have to I totally agree with what Ori said. This was for for ninety five percent of the match uh, tedium. And what is more uh, frustrating is that when Ahmed won the Intercontinental title, he was put over as a a huge monster. And in the couple of times we've seen him uh, in matches since that, he has struggled to to look like that same kind of monster. His uh, his uh, opponents have got way more offense in than than he has. He's looked very weak uh, as a champion. Uh, that being said, I thought the ending, uh, the way the ending came about, was, was pretty cool. Uh, when he uh, when he catches uh, Bart, crotches him on the on the, uh, the the top rope, and then the kind of like flying shoulder block. That was that was probably the most interesting part of the match. Uh, then obviously we get the 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 spam buster and the Pearl River Plunge finish. Um, and I, I also kind of appreciate the fact that going into a pay per view, we're not just getting. Um, star versus jobber matches because you we talk about Bart Gunner is one half of the tag team champions and then later on in the show we'll talk about uh, Shawn Michaels taking on Billy Gunn who's uh, so basically this was champions versus champions in in the the opener and, and main event so uh, I do like the fact that they they put in a little bit of gravitas on the fact that this is a, a go home show for a pay per view but yeah this this match didn't work for me because it made. Ahmed look human uh, and it's been done entirely too much in this very short run that he's had so far you know what it reminded me of it reminded me of a lot of John Cena matches like not the important ones but the meaningless ones where it's like all right you know that John Cena is going to get beaten up for about Mm -hmm. 
80 to 90% of the match. And then in the dying two to three minutes, he's going to explode, hit you with the five moves of death. And that's, and that's yeah. it. Um, yeah. Ahmed Johnson, <laughs> uh, he did show his explosive power here, but he, he certainly does not come across as a, uh, as a confident or a viable intercontinental champion in this match. No. Uh, nor does he come across as somebody who, uh, let's be honest, maybe somebody who Shawn Michaels <laughs> could trust uh, or have faith in uh, for the uh, the international incident uh, match coming up uh, that Sunday. Um, <laughs> which we uh, got a Shawn Michaels promo in the middle of the match, which we, we did. I was I'm just, sorry. I've no. seen much better promos from Shawn Michaels. Hmm. He I, he does I, he he does say that uh, no he, he nobody should be worried uh, about Billy Gunn uh, or that he he's he's got to worry about Billy Gunn but that he's he's got it it was not a convincing uh, <laughs> it was like you said not very convincing at all yeah um, the whole part when he was talking about his relationship with with Sid and there's, <laughs> there's some there's something there that nobody knows about that it's kind that, of, it's kind of weird. <laughs> Yeah, it was a little bit creepy. And then when he was told basically about Vince, wrap it up, shut up, uh, we've got to move on. And he you says, said too much, Sean. Yeah, need- <laughs> don't don't bring a, a knife to a gunfight. It was almost like he was trying to just ram off uh, um, kind of catchphrases. And yeah, it, it was a, a very weak promo. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> what a yeah. what a way to what a way to open Monday Night Raw, uh, right here yeah. on uh whatever network this happens to be on at the time. Um, we did also get a commercial here. Uh, you can call the WWF superstar hotline. And if you select option six, an unidentified source would re- reveal to you uh, that uh, Jim Cornette had plans to destroy Shawn Michaels's confidence <laughs> at international incident. Um, and you can guarantee if you run that, all you would get is someone going, Jim Cornette plans to destroy Sean Michael's confidence at international incident. Thanks for the dollar fifty. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. I think the dollar fifty would be worth it if, uh, as long as the other voice on the other end of the line was one of those like using one of those voice scramblers and be like, oh yes, Jim Cornette, Sean Michael's confidence. Like, but a bad one. Like, it's Jim Cornette, but he's very badly voice scrambled, so you can tell that it's still Jim Cornette just yeah. spouting a bunch of crap like he does anyway. Yeah. That would be worth a dollar fifty. I would pay for that. Four workers is not the Midnight Express. <laughs> yes. Or something or the other. I don't know. Um yeah, we got uh, a commercial for uh, John Claude Van Damme's sudden death slam of the week, which of course uh, happened to be Ahmed Johnson delivering the Pearl River Plunge about 30 seconds before uh, the commercial actually went to air. Uh, I thought that was a bit funny. Um, <laughs> the next match here, and I'm, I'm sorry if I'm going awful quick, but uh, this this was quite the show. Um <laughs> 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. Next match on the card here uh, really blew me away. Uh, we got Mark Merrow with Sable uh, facing off with a gentleman named T.L. Hooper or T.L. Hopper, rather. Hopper. Yeah. T.L. Hopper. Um, and, and I didn't know who this was. This was a surprise to me. Uh, but it turns out that he he's a plumber. The T.L. stands for for toilet uh apparently uh we got highlights from uh him beating up a, a trash man uh a garbage collector uh from this past weekend and apparently that was good enough uh to to get him a, a match here on monday night raw uh so so there you go uh, and, and just unless we forget we get the little bit of a promo of him doing some plumbing um yes thank you mags i was just about to say <laughs> go ahead Tell tell the people what we witnessed here. Well, we witnessed a man whose jeans did not fit him, uh, mm. fiddling mm. with some pipes, mm. then wiping his his ass with a with a cloth, and then wiping <laughs> his forehead with same said cloth. Yes, yeah. this this was this was awful, absolutely awful. Oh, that's great shit, pal. That's great oh. shit, pal. <laughs> Yikes. When, when and, Max says that the gentleman's pants did not fit him, he's not referring to the, the pants being too tight, like, like you know, what was in fashion 10, 20, you know, 15 years ago. He, the, the pants were, were falling off of He the, had a plumber's could, crack. Everybody knows what ass. a plumber's crack is. Yes. He, they did the stereotypical plumber's crack. Mm. And this this man was addicted. He was addicted to plumber's crack. <laughs> yes, this wasn't just like you could drop a pencil in it. You could you could get a whole case of pencils and drop drop a, a roll of quarters and it would come out the other sleeve. Uh, <laughs> a, a little bit browner than they went in. <laughs> oh God, I'm going to be sick. Stop it. Uh, so so this tl hopper gentleman faces off with mark marrow for some reason like i don't know like what what a selection to put up against a a heel uh plumber (laughs) 
Uh, and Mark we had Merrill. another little moment right as uh, Mark Marrow and Sable were coming to the ring. Mm-hmm. Sable got given mm-hmm. a, a present, a gold wrapped present. From she did. a movie usher. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which Mark Marrow promptly threw away to the side mm-hmm. like yesterday's flush. Indeed. Uh, now, now, Vince McMahon did inform us that uh, the, uh, uh, I guess, the movie valet, uh, the, the gentleman who, who brought this gift, must have come from Goldust. Uh, so there is a little bit more uh, story nuance there developing. Um, He's a movie a- usher. Goldust does the movie thing. And it was a gold mm-hmm. package. So what else are we to deduce yes. from Indeed. these hints? Uh, this match, uh, this match was not good. Uh, Mags, <laughs> can, can you tell the people about how not good the match was? Or, or did you in fact like this match? I, I, no, I mean, it, it was the drizzling, drizzling <laughs> shits. Yeah. For somebody who is, uh, the star of the, of, of the match, the, the biggest name, Mark Miro got. He got whooped for he the got his ass kicked. He got his ass for, kicked by this plumber. <laughs> yeah, it was so. I mean, I just don't get what WWF were doing at this point to uh, the majority of their their faces because they were getting beatdowns. We saw it in the first match, and this was worse. It was literally ninety five percent of the match. The but it it wasn't even if it was good wrestling. It was mediocre, boring wrestling. Uh, the most entertaining thing of this match was the fact we got uh, a split screen with Stone Cold Steve Austin, where he uh, he basically berated Vince McMahon again, which is becoming the highlights of these shows for me. Um, yeah, and then we we get the comeback. Uh, Mark Miro um, gets the win, uh, but it was ten minutes of. Of boringness, I regret bitterly watching this match. <laughs> uh, it was, uh, it, it, yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll speak on it here in a second, but um, you don't, you, you don't need to hear anything more from me. You, what, who you need to hear from is Ori. Ori, <laughs> what did you think of this match? I loved it. Okay, I'm not going to go that far. <laughs> I'm not going to go f- that far. However, I will say. The first quarter, maybe half of the match, I was like, okay, this is fairly decent. There was good energy. There was good holds, you know, responses, you know, kickouts. It started off really good, and I really liked it. And then it slowed way down. And the the pipes got clogged. The pipes got clogged and there was no way to unclog it. And it was all down the drain from there. Mm. Literally. Uh, It was nine minutes of crap that never should have been unplugged. It it, It it just needed to go down. It was the turd that you can't flush. Yeah, it was... um... Uh, what what impressed me the most I, i'll i'll say this what impressed me the most was that they they really um and i'm not sure why uh but but prior to the match they really leaned in hard on 
uh, Mr. Teal Hopper uh, about the importance of, of, of him. Obviously he beat up the, the garbage collector and, and that's, that's a thing. Wow. Put uh, some respect on Duke. The dumpster draws his name. He, he's a trash man. He got, he got whipped by this, <laughs> by this plumber. Um, the trash but, was taken out and flushed. Max. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. To, the, the, the plumber was the one taking out the trash on that occasion. Um, <laughs> The uh, so TL Hopper apparently we we were to understand that he uses this plunger. I think the plunger's name is Betty or Betsy. Betsy, Betsy. Betsy the plunger. And what Betsy's job is is after TL Hopper beats you, he he puts Betsy's uh plunger part uh, to your face and he just plunges away at your face. Uh, it's yeah, disgusting. that's a fresh blood yeah. plunger because that's just disgusting. <laughs> I would lose my cookies. No, <laughs> Quite literally. Yeah. <laughs> it was not, was not good. This match is not good, guys. It's not good. It started, that's the thing that bothers me about it is that I feel like it started off so good. I was really impressed by both guys. And then... It went down the shitter completely. I I really I, I wanted to feel like okay, so when, when Mark Miro came out, I was like, okay, this is interesting. You have Mark Miro trying to rebound off of losing to Stone Cold Steve Austin at King of the Ring. This could be a big occasion for him to kind of make a, a big name of himself and to, you know, get back in the winning column and you know try and gain some momentum. And yet as we've all pointed out already, not to beat a dead horse, but he got his ass kicked by T.L. Hoffer, a, a gentleman who I'm not sure if we will ever see again. Maybe we do. Please, God, I hope we do uh, see him back on Raw. But <laughs> this was this was an occasion. This this was quite the occasion. Um, we we were then taken backstage where Jim Cornette actually cuts a promo along with Vader, the Bulldog, and Owen Hart, where he's hyping up Camp Cornette. He's talking about all their accomplishments. He's talking about how how awesome uh, they are. How Vader uh, defeated uh, Ahmed Johnson, uh, and how British Bulldog pinned Shawn Michaels, and how Owen Hart uh, put uh, Shawn Michaels out on the shelf. Uh, it it. It was a pretty, pretty good promo, and, and and they did talk about how they had a plan for Sid. Um, these guys looked like a real team here, uh, so I'll swing it over to Ori. What did you make of this promo? I know, I know that typically you're not a huge fan of Jim, uh, but I mean, Jim is a character I like. Jim is a person commentating on current wrestling is where I have my issue. So let me just throw that out there in, in case I haven't made that clear in our last four episodes or whatnot. <laughs> of course. It was a good promo. However, okay. I didn't like Jim in the back because, A, it made him very difficult to hear with all the other guys in front of him doing what, you know, hyping each other up. It made him – it. it made him a little more difficult to, to hear what was going on. But in the sense of his character, it made sense because Jim is all talk and he hides behind his lackeys. Yeah. So 
overall, the words, the energy and whatnot, what was delivered was good. But I, I, I just, you know, of course, nowadays they would have had the boom mic around the back or way over the top to where we couldn't see it out of frame and all that kind of stuff. You know, this is the 90s, mid 90s. We're still developing the tech that we're going to end up with, you know, or he would have had a lapel mic or something like that. I don't know. But, you know, it it served its purpose. I, 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 it was a decent promo. It was a good promo and it served its purpose. And looking at the framing of it, it made sense. Like normally when we would see it nowadays, Jim would have probably been more in the middle, you know, and or maybe to the front and the guys around him. But in the sense of Jim and doing what Jim does, I mean, just look at look at the run in at the end of the show last week. Everybody's in. Everybody's throwing hands. Jim didn't come in until the very last minute until there was only like until there was only Shawn Michaels, I think, in the ring. And that's when Jose Lothario came in as well and and hit him. So Jim's very much, I'm going to let my guys do the hard work and then I'll come in and mop up the pieces. Mm. So in a character sense, it made sense for him to be in the back, put the guys forward and do all the talking from the back. I mean that, yeah, I, I can definitely see your point on, uh, on that for sure. And, and, and I like wh- how you described how Jim, Jim is really kind of the glue that holds the the four of them together. Um, you can you can conceptualize, you know, okay, Bulldog and Owen have a thing for sure, but where where's Vader coming into all this? And uh, Jim is kind of that glue that holds them uh, and and brings them together. Uh, but but I will kick it over to Mags and and to just kind of piggy off, uh, piggyback off of what. Or he's just brought in to the equation here. Uh, do you feel as though the promo was best served with Jim Cornette being out in front and being the mouthpiece for everybody? Or could you have seen maybe the three of them, just Vader, Bulldog, and Owen, would that have been more effective, perhaps? Or is there maybe another way that we're just not conceptual- conceptualizing here? Okay, so... Um... For for me, I actually I, I like the promo. Um, I, I think it was certainly up to up to this point. It was the best thing that had been on the show. Um, I get I get Ori's point about uh, maybe the way it was framed. That uh, that uh, Jim was almost having to shout over the top of these uh, these huge wrestlers. Um, but I think it was the right thing to do because Jim is a natural. Uh, charismatic talker. Uh, Vader, for as good and agile he was in the ring, he wasn't the best on the mark. Uh, Bulldog, pretty much the same. Um, he 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 certainly struggled without a very much scripted promo. Owen Hart, on on the other hand, that guy could cut a promo. Um, not a problem at all, and I, I think it would have if if Owen would have maybe had some stuff to say, it it might have had um, more. Uh, impetus, I suppose, but to to say that we this is the go home show to a pay per view. None of the heels in in the in the headline match are actually in any action. Uh, it still kept me interested in what is going to happen at that pay per view from this promo and then from the 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 kind of uh, spots that we get uh, uh, going going towards the end of the match. So for that, I think. 
the promo worked. Could it have gone better? Could it have been done better? Absolutely. But it did for me what it needed to do. And that's get me more interested in international incident. Mm. Mm. I mean, th- these are all very, very good points. Uh, so it's, it's, it's interesting. I, I would definitely recommend checking out the promo and then formulating your own take. Uh, and, and I think you'll even have even more uh, of an idea uh, and, and maybe even more context, perhaps, uh, after next week's episode when we do review International Incident. Um, the next thing that we witness here on our screens is a very long... Very long Undertaker video yeah, that they've been promising long. for us a, a week or two, for a week or two. Mm-hmm. We ran out of time last week. Lots of mankind and uh, gold dust spots. Yeah, this it, one. it was a, a almost a recent greatest hits of the Undertaker's uh, uh, storylines. Uh, kind of uh, amalgamated with his Tantrum video. Um, yeah. the, the, um, when we eventually get to the point where we have big screens, uh, you see a hell of a lot of on, on, on raw. Uh, but for me, this was, this was always going to be filler. This was always going to be something that they used to, to kind of bulk out the tapings, I suppose. And maybe that's why they teased it so much because they knew eventually they would have to strong arm this into to make the what would have been the hour recorded, I suppose. But it was still a, a WWF even back back in these this time was so good at making these uh, these kind of like promotional vignettes. So yeah, I, I enjoyed uh, looking back at some of the the old school Undertaker action. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save ten percent on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code Chairshot. Head to AngryLemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's AngryLemonade.net. Are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on Powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 6,000 hours of the best events from over 150 of your favorite promotions from 20 different countries around the globe. Brands like Progress Wrestling, Evolve Wrestling, Combat Zone, Defy, PCW Ultra, PWX, Over the Top, Shine, and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only $5.99 per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. Go to powerslam.tv, promo code ChairShot. Get your free month. Again, that's powerslam.tv, promo code ChairShot. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. This led to our main event, uh, Shawn Michaels, uh, your your WWF champion, uh, Mister Sexy Boy himself, uh, taking on uh, the other uh, half of the Smoking Guns, Billy Gunn, who Shawn Michaels would later become somewhat familiar with uh, later on as things go. Um, this match was was, <laughs> I would say, this match was better than the match that we got between Ahmed Johnson and Bart Gunn uh, that, that kicked off the night. Um, but still, maybe not nearly as... Um, I, I, I would not see this match on a Shawn Michaels Greatest Hits video. Mm-hmm. Um, it, 
there there was an occasion where uh, Sonny tried to interfere a couple times. Uh, this ended with uh, Shawn Michaels uh, kissing her, uh, not just once, but twice, it seemed. Um, he certainly uh, was having a sunny day. <laughs> the puns are going to be heavy in this episode. <laughs> Indeed. Um, I like it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this was this was about twelve minutes worth of Shawn Michaels, uh, you know, ducking and dodging, and then setting up the the sweet chin music uh, <laughs> towards the end. There, uh, Billy did get some good offense in, um, but again, as what we've come to know, uh, I was never fully convinced that that Billy Gunn would would look um, like like a like a promising challenger uh or a serious challenger to Shawn michaels uh title am i am i wrong on this ori did 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 you kind of feel that same way or or am i completely like off base no i i think you're right i mean i felt like this was definitely the the best match of the night you Mm. know it was about 11 and a half minutes long and i felt like the energy was great throughout the whole match you know, and it felt longer, but in a good way. Like even when it slowed down, it like, for example, with Ahmed Johnson and Bart Gunn, when it slowed down after the million arm bars until he did that, you know, over the top rope, when it slowed down, it came to a screeching halt. Same thing with Mark Marrow and TL Hopper. Once it slowed down, it was like a hundred mile an hour freight train into a hundred foot deep brick wall it just freaking stopped but this one even though it slowed down it still felt like they kept that engaging energy up and i was still interested in it i wasn't wanting to oh look i might have some emails that i need to delete because i'm never going to go through all of these anyway i'm never going to buy any of this crap you know or or whatever you know i'm not going to sit here and scroll my facebook feed or my instagram feed or twitter or whatever you know i felt still engaged the whole way through um and yeah we did get an ahmed johnson promo somewhere in the middle of it i felt like honestly it was stronger a little bit stronger than Shawn Michaels promo earlier in the evening, uh, but it was still very meh. They, they were both just meh promos. Yeah, we had Shawn kissing Sonny and chasing her around the ring like he was trying to play a little grab ass. But I mean, it, to me, it didn't it didn't take away from the match at all. You know, like Ahmed Johnson just ignored Sonny during the whole match with Bart Gunn, whereas. Sonny came in like a rabid chihuahua, both matches, and Sean's like, shut up, before the match even starts. And then he goes after her, you know, two or three times or whatever. And mm-hmm. I kind of like that, honestly. You know, it, it kept mm-hmm. her engaged in the match. It kept me engaged in the match. You know, mm-hmm. she wasn't just legit, you know, legitimately a barking chihuahua through the whole thing. You know, she had a purpose for being there. Other than to just help some hold somebody's hands on a submission move, so I, I really liked this match. You know, I, I enjoyed it a lot. As a matter of fact, so I'll kick it over to Mags in just a second. But I mean, obviously, w- with you saying like this is kind of like night and day compared to um, the Ahmed Johnson match earlier, 
I mean, what what's the the difference for for you? Is it just Shawn Michaels being the performer that he is, or or was there was there uh, a different light to this match that was maybe different compared to the the opener? A combination of not only um, Shawn Michaels, but the the chemistry between Shawn Michaels and Billy Gunn. I, I think it was the right performers in the right space in the right setup of a match. I think it, it, it it's kind of an amalgamation of all, all of the things, the performers, the engagement of the crowd, the usage of Sonny, the way the match in and of itself was laid out and executed. You know, it's, it's a combination of all those things. Cause to me, it's it, there's never just one thing that makes a match. You know, you either have one big spot that makes a match, or you have, and and that's it. Or for a full, when, when you talk about, oh, this was a good match. There was either mm. a good spot or a good match. And for me, it was a good match. And it had, you have to have all of those components working together, in in synchronicity and symphony in order to have a good match, the right performers, the right match setup, you know, you know, usage of outside influences, if that's going to be a thing. And, and I think everybody worked together real well with the exception of Jose Lothario. Like I kind of forgot that he was there until Sean chased Sonny to the outside and she tripped next to the stairs or went to the corner post and there was Jose, Jose Lothario but I kind of feel like he's like that for the majority of the matches until he goes mm. to hit Jim Cornette. So of course, which is so, fine. So for you, it was just kind of like the culmination of all, all of the, the things that were going on, like all the elements, Shawn Michaels being a top performer, uh, Billy Gunn being there, uh, Sonny, uh, obviously having her involvement at ringside, just like the, all, it was all the right ingredients in, in, in the meal. Yeah, and I think also um, Billy Gunn, I mean, I you know, I know him from way later and, you know, many other different things. And but I can still see the level, the the level of experience that he was exhibiting even then, you know, the level of charisma, the level of attitude and mm. and showmanship and character and all of that. He had a grasp on it really, really well, mm. you know. So it's, it's all of the, cause I mean, you could take, I mean, look at, look at Al Snow. We saw, or at the time, Leif Cassidy, you know, and granted he was an outside influence in that other match that we looked at, but at that, in that given moment, even though I knew who Al Snow was, I knew that face, there was no connection at that point for me with him to that character there wasn't a whole lot of character work that I saw in that you see what I'm saying yeah you know and granted he was an outside influence so there wasn't much that that I would have seen at that point but you know so maybe in a match it, it would have been completely different so but you know for what we had of Billy Gunn at that time you know he he was still fairly young and yeah. still fairly green from what we knew, despite having a tag team championship, 
So, I mean, he just, he had it. He had it together. He, mm-hmm. he he worked it well together and and made it work. I'm repeating myself. I don't know what I'm saying. No, you're <laughs> you're, you're good. I mean, like you said, he's at this point. It's still very early days in his career compared to like what he would later go on to do. Uh, but he was still a tag team champion. Like he still got gold. Um, and he's got a, a really good manager and Sonny at ringside with him, um, who definitely helps you know, get him some heat. Right. I mean, there's definitely a lot going for this match. Um, hmm. Mags, as far as this match is concerned, I mean, what stands out to you here between Shawn Michaels and, and uh, Billy Gunn? For, for me, the, it, these two know how to lead a match. And that, uh, that, is the biggest difference between this match and the opener uh, with with Bar and and Ahmed? They are two wrestlers that need to be led. There there's not a ring general there, so uh, that's a for me that's a huge factor as to why that match uh, falls down because there's nobody in the in in that ring that can say we need to go from point A to B to C. This is what we're going to do, uh, and that's why. It, it fell down because you had Bart doing his spots, then a lull, then Ahmed doing the finish. With this match, we were taken on a 12-minute journey. Um, two wrestlers who know how to tell a story, how to bring a crowd up, then cool them down before getting to a finish. Um, and And... We, we we've known that from Shawn Michaels for for going on a decade already up to this point, but with Billy for someone so new to the business to have that that kind of a skill set already, uh, and obviously we know what he goes on to do and what he's still able to do now, some almost thirty years uh, after this point, uh, it just goes to show that he was the big star in 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 that in that tag team. Uh, for me, if they would have switched uh, dancing partners and maybe had Billy Gunn against Ahmed and then um, Bar against Shawn Michaels, we could have perhaps had a better opening match because you've got somebody in that match then who could lead Ahmed Johnson to a, a decent match. But we got the two best uh, wrestlers out of the four in this match, and that's why this match stands out a lot more uh, than the other one. But saying all that, it's still... This whole match contained the for me the most cringiest part of the whole show, and that was uh, when Sunny was talking to Vince. First of all, her paying Vince off for for the uh, the the handshake, brilliant, loved it. Uh, she just gets it; she absolutely gets it. But the wild, ad almost crazy stare of pervert Jerry the King Lawler <laughs> when. When uh, he was backing Billy Gunn because he he was thinking he was on a promise at the at the after party, he was such a lecherous douchebag. It was horrible to look at, and the 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 camera focused in on him uh, essentially with his tongue out, slavering all over the place. It was it was cringeworthy uh, and. That was, it was just such a horrible image uh, that it, it kind of took away from the, the, the good work that was actually happening uh, in the match. But 
Uh, it just to break down the the in ring stuff. I thought that this was by far the best match of uh, of mm. uh, of the show. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I, I completely agree with you there. Uh, that that was definitely an added element that we did not cover previously about this match. So uh, thank you, thank you, Mag. Uh, but I mean, I, it's, I it's kind of an know. ongoing. It's an ongoing thing with King because yeah. I mean, when when they talked when T.L. Hopper brought out Betsy. And yeah. King's asking, who's Betsy? Is that the ugly woman sitting behind us? Uh, like, no. oh, what? can you smell that? Oh, is that the woman behind us? No, I think it's Betsy. You know, and then he starts talking about, oh, yeah, I'm recently single. And so is Princess Diana. She's going to want to upgrade to a to a king now. She wants to go from a prince to a king. And like, it's yeah. an on. And, and, and I know it's only going to get worse. I know it's only going to oh, get worse. Yes, absolutely. It. Hmm. <sighs> I no. still remember the unfondly the yell of puppies from yes we, we have yet to get world. to the puppies era. Yeah, well, this show is anti pervert. So if you if you guys are perverts out there, tune tune out because this show is not for you. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> after the we will match, not be focusing on the puppies. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm just kidding. Tana uh, right, you're gonna have to start wearing V-necks so we can ap- admire the puppies, Tanner. Yeah, I'll have to get one of those uh, like cartoon, like exaggerated cartoon eyes that just like, yeah. Jeez. I'll, I'll bring a horn or something. I don't know. Um, lots of sound effects. I, I can make a soundboard here. That'll be that'll be fun. Um, yes. <laughs> backstage. Uh, to end the show, uh, Jim Cornette um, uh, is, is there with uh, Camp Cornette ambushing Shawn Michaels and Ahmed Johnson um, outside the building. When all of a sudden, Psycho Sid arrives at the scene uh, to to scare off uh, Camp Cornette and uh, Jim Cornette and uh, Bulldog and Owen Hart and uh, Vader get the heck out of Dodge. And uh, yeah, the the baby faces stand tall. Mm-hmm. Uh, so with that being said, here I'll I'll start with Ori. Uh, Ori, what predictions do you have for this match that's coming up? Well, let's take it back a little bit because on the off chance that you are not watching along with us and you're just listening to the commentary to set this up properly. Ahmed Johnson was waiting behind the curtain when Shawn Michaels came out. And before the match, we got a shot of Cornette saying bye to the boys, walking them out to the locker room, Bulldog and Owen and Vader. Have a good night. Oh, the door shuts behind him. They're three miles down the road already, blah, 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 blah. He may as well have just done a huge wink to the camera because it was so so fakely set up, but it was brilliant. I, I thought oh, it was. Yeah. I thought it was amazing. It was. It was set up after set up after set up mm-hmm. because once Shawn Michaels walked through those curtains, he's hugging Ahmed. Good job, da da da. Here comes Cornette and throws like a co- cold coffee or a coke or something in his face, which set up like the oldest setup in the book. Throws mm-hmm. in his face, takes off running. Ahmed and Shawn give chase out to the parking lot, where guess who's waiting for them. It's Camp Cornette, and they're not here to make s'mores. 
And so the beatdown begins, and then all of a sudden, here comes Psycho Sid crashing into the scene. And then once he's he's there, they're jumping in the car and hauling ass, which is, you know, if you've watched wrestling at all in the last 10, 15, 20 years, that's set up as old as time. You know, I can't even... If I had a penny for every time they've done that, I'd at least have a hundred bucks, you know? So, I mean, it was, it's, it's very stereotypical wrestling or wrestling show Mm -hmm. that we've seen a million, like I said, a million times. It wasn't bad. It wasn't terrible. I, I do like that they played on the psycho Sid, you know, character, and he literally crashed his Lincoln town car onto the scene like a maniac. That he, part I can appreciate. He drove that like Rikishi and Stone Cold Steve Austin in his in his headlights. It was brilliant. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it was. I mean, it was fine. It, mm-hmm. it was fine. You know, I, I I think as far as international incident goes, it could go either way. It it really could. I, I could see that one going either direction, either Camp Cornette or um or Team Shawn Michaels, Ahmed Johnson, Psycho Sid, however you wanna mm-hmm. word that. Mm. So but I think with the way that they're playing it at the very least, they're making it look like and this is from a perspective where I haven't seen this, so all all good. They are afraid of Sid and of what he can possibly do, and therefore giving the illusion that Sid's going to beat them all down. Mm-hmm. And I think at the very least, we're going to have either towards the middle or the end of the match. It it would be very odd if we see it in the beginning, but we're going to have a Vader versus Sid matchup. Where, you know, they're going to leave those two to the last second. And it's going to be big man against big man or big crazy man against other big crazy man. And really, that'll be your slobber knocker of the night. I know my impressions are horrible. I, I, I hope so. I, I hope that I hope that they have that moment. I, it's been so long. I honestly can't remember. But the way that you painted that was was very, very cool. Thank you. Uh <laughs> Uh, Mags, this segment was quite comical. Um, what did you make of it, though? I and what are your it... predictions, rather? What are, also, what are your predictions for an okay. uh, upcoming match? So the segment, as as already said, it was it was typical wrestling booking. Um, the 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 heels try and throw us off course. Uh, we get a beat down, uh, and then we get a, a face coming in to save the day. Essentially, uh, you can you can kind of like shuffle the the parts around, but that's essentially what we we got. Uh, the 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 big baby face coming in, saving the day, leading us on to uh, the the pay per view, and I think it works doing that. It, it keeps you interested in in how a, how are the uh, the baby face is going to get their revenge uh, when they get their hands on on the heels um it it does its job Sarko said was for uh for as short as he was in this show was brilliant the the driving the fact he run over about 25 garbage cans 
the the way he sprinted to to the uh, the 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 escapee's car. It was just so well done for me. I really, really enjoyed it. Um, as it leads into international incident, I mean, unfortunately, I, I know what happens. I I lived through this era of wrestling, um, and and it's it's going to be a match. Let's let's just put it like that. It's a it's it happens. The match mm. happens. Um, How vague of you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I don't want to. I don't want to play a spoiler. I, um, I know, I know, I'm teasing. But but with this being essentially a B level pay per view, it's obviously going to be leading to uh, a bigger show down the line, which uh, will contain elements from this match uh, um, and 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 move move the story forward. For for me, uh, on each team, there is. Uh, a standout kind of leader or, or kind of a, the the biggest name, uh, and that's obviously HBK and Vader. Um, so I'm expecting that that kind of goes on. I think we'll see uh, Sid kind of adopt the the role that that we had with Diesel before he departed uh, for for Pastures New. Um, so I think that's where where we're looking to go, and then perhaps uh, either Owen or Bulldog maybe entering that that intercontinental uh, title scene, uh, mm. and then going from from international incident to I think the the next biggest show will probably be SummerSlam. Uh, so then we'll uh, we'll go from there. But uh, all in all, I mean to give like a, a kind of a. Uh, a full rundown of this show. Um, the matches were not brilliant, mm. but it did what it needed to do. It kept you interested in what is going to happen at the pay-per-view at the weekend. Mm. Indeed. Uh, Ori, for yourself, any final thoughts of, of this show? I, I got to agree with Mags. I mean... I mean, at least it sounds the... like it's like a hat. No, no, no. It, it, it's it's an know. obligation. It's burning me to my <laughs> no. very core. No. I, I would only give an answer like that if I was a green tanner. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Shots fired. No, I'm kidding. Um, no, I, I I agree. You know, I don't have to agree, but I do agree, and, and it serves its purpose. It builds you up, keeps you interested, at least. For maybe the first five minutes of the show and then the last 12, Mm. you know, which is kind of where you want to be, honestly. Mm. You know, I mean, you'd rather from a producer's point of view, you want people to be engaged through the whole show. Mm. But if you can at least get them the first five, 10 minutes and the last five, 10 minutes, then you've got them the majority of the show and they haven't really missed much. So I feel like for a go home show before a pay-per-view, it was fine. You know, mm. it did what it needed to do. It kept it interested. It made you want to find out what's going to happen at the pay-per-view. And so, yeah, it, it, that's fine. <laughs> there, there you go. Uh, we'll uh we'll close out the show real quick here uh with uh, a little bit of a uh, the monday night highlight uh which is a segment that i introduced a couple weeks back um this could be a highlight uh, just a notable thing it could be positive it could be negative uh but we'll, we'll kind of go on the round here uh mags i'll start with you what was your monday night highlight for this week's I mean, raw 
as tempting as it is at seeing T.L. Hopper wiping his ass and then his face with a cloth. I mean, in in the pandemic that we've had, that's that for me is a no-no. Um, as much as I'd like to go with that, I'm actually my highlight was it was the the Jim Cornette uh, promo with uh, with the the three big beefy heels. Uh, I thought that that was the most interesting point of this show. The 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 part that really. Uh, did what it was meant to do and got me interested in what's going to to, to happen and and that's something that you need with episodic uh, television. You need to always want to be coming back uh, to find out what's happened and and for me that that promo, whilst it wasn't perfect, was certainly uh, it, it did exactly what it needed to do for me. Mm. And, and Ori, what was your Monday night highlight? Oh. Probably that last match. Just it was just a really good match. You know, it's one that I think would hold up today. You know, maybe okay, maybe the kissing Sonny that might you know, or kissing the female valet manager, whatever that may go over. Chasing her around the ring, trying to play grab ass, probably not. Um, but I mean, all in all, it, it was a great match. You know, yeah. I, I think it's definitely one that you could do probably here and now, and it would go over just as well today as it did then. Mm-hmm. Just a really well set up and executed match. Yeah, I, I can definitely agree with that. Um, for me, the Monday night highlight has to be uh, the the closing segment with Sid and uh, Sean Michaels and, and the, them running off Camp Cornette. I thought that was pretty well done, uh, all in all. Um, and it leads into the pay per view, which is important. You're selling the pay per view. That's what the people are going to buy is the six man tag match. The I think what Michaels called it earlier was a uh, gang warfare, gangland warfare. Uh, yeah, I, I like that a lot. Um, I will give a very special honorable mention to the TL Hopper uh, segment because uh, that literally had me going, what the hell is this? Um, And not a whole lot of things get that kind of reaction out of me anymore from wrestling. TL Hopper, though, that that guy's got something. He's got something going on. (laughs) It's a lot of butt crack and a plunger. That's what it is. I've checked his cage match as well, and uh, we see him a few more times yet before the year's done. Good. Um, I'm, I'm encouraged. <laughs> I'm encouraged by this. Nice. Um, but yeah, that that's definitely some good stuff. Um, we'll, we'll go ahead and say goodbye now, but but only for now because next week we are going to return with our review of International Incident, which is going to be a heck of a lot of fun. Uh, so you don't do not miss out on that episode. It's going to be it's going to be tops, which, Holy by the top. way, by the way, if you're looking for it on the Peacock Network, mm-hmm. look for WWE in your house pay-per-view. It'll be season four. I'm sorry. Season two, episode four. Thank you, Ori. I mean, that's that's the exact kind of uh, uh, information that our listeners need in order to follow along with our show. 
Exactly. And I knew I was going to be looking for it. I was like, let me just go ahead and look this up real quick. (laughs) Indeed. Uh, Ori, where can the people find you out there on social media? Where can they find more of your content? You can find more of me on Twitter at Oriona75. That's O-R-I-O-N-A-7-5. Also on TikTok at the same handle. And you can find me typically Monday nights and Friday nights at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time on Twitch at Oriona7. O-R-I-O-N-A-7. Indeed. And Megs, where can people find more of your content online? Okay, so on social media, you can follow me on Twitter at PodfatherMags. Recently mm. changed, going with the work name instead of the shoot name from now on. Um, Content-wise, I am all over the shop. I have uh, many, many fingers in many, many pairs. Uh, this week, I will focus on Radio Techers, um, which I uh, host with with your good self and uh, our our great friend Matt Willis, where we cover uh, football or soccer for for <laughs> the American listeners. That that hurt me to my very very core. Um, where we have uh, watch-alongs of matches and we provide alternate commentary. Uh, we don't always talk about the match, uh, but a good time is always had, and we've uh, had the 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 honor of having uh, a certain aura in in the chat over the last few weeks and uh, yeah it's it's been a great time we're doing really really well in terms of numbers uh, we're getting a lot of buzz around that show so yeah definitely come and go and check that out I have learned absolutely nothing but I've had an excellent time watching <laughs> uh, th- and that's the aim of Radio Techers really is you don't have to learn anything just follow along no. with the show <laughs> um. But yeah, no, that's 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 great stuff, and and I'm very, uh, I know I thanked you earlier, Ori, for for joining in that chat uh, the last few weeks, but it, it's been absolutely awesome uh, having you come in to the chat and you know giving your two cents on what you see during the games. That's that's it's really really cool. Um, so yeah, for me, you can find me on uh, social media uh, uh, at Texas Gentleman underscore, as well as on the uh, Radio Techers handle. So if you want to uh, tune in and uh, watch some Premier League with myself and Mags and Matt, uh, that's how you find all of that content right there. Uh, so make sure to, to go there. Um, I'm also working on a project currently for Love Wrestling, which may or may not have some episodes published by the time that you're listening to this. I, I really don't know. Maybe maybe not. I, I don't know. But you should definitely go check out Love Wrestling because there's a lot of really cool people over there, too. Um, and the more that I'm thinking about more wrestling content and Twitter handles and stuff like that, Mags, uh, do, do we have a, a Twitter handle or an email for, for this good show? We certainly do, sir. Uh, so the the Twitter is at ACIA Podcast. So that's a change in wrestling podcast, but abbreviated. So ACIA Podcast. And we also have an email if you want to give us your kind of uh, thoughts and opinions on, on any of the content that, that we've covered in long form. You can uh, certainly fire us over an, an email and we'll... Uh, uh, De- dependent on the 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 tone of it, we may even uh, involve it in in the show. So that is yeah. at uh, a change in attitude podcast at gmail dot com. So that's a change in attitude podcast at gmail dot com. Mm, mm. 
Uh, and don't don't send us any garbage like I don't eat hot wings. That's not necessary. We don't need any any of that. Uh, these bad takes like that. No, uh, Graham, don't don't email. Oh goodness! <laughs> oh goodness! I, I I tease Graham. I tease. Much love. Um, anywho. Uh, let's go ahead and end the show. Uh, for Mags and Ori, I am Tanner. Uh, we thank you guys for tuning in. And uh, as we always say here on the, the Chair Shot Network, uh, always use your head. Goodbye, folks. Bye bye. Chairshot.com. Always use your head. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.